Welcome to Apesh. This is uh, Berlin still, and it is now 15, 11, 19, 15? What date is it today? For uh, 13. 13. 13. Well, I, was, yeah. I, I was way off. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I didn't get much sleep last night. <laughs> I went to bed at 7 in the morning, man. Yeah, I feel you, man. You it's know right. what I mean? Yeah. And I didn't even I leave this place. I didn't go out or anything. I stayed here the whole time. What did you do? This. Ah, okay, okay, okay. And talking movies with uh, with Fred behind the, the counter. Fred, have you met Fred yet, Freddy? I don't think so. Okay. Not yet. He's working tonight. Are you staying tonight? Yeah, yeah, we'll be. Well, then you're going to meet Freddy tonight. And That's he awesome. has watched yeah. more movies than me. Now, I love my movies, right? And he's talking about movies that I haven't even seen before. And I'm well impressed. It's like, it's like when you're, you think you're a guru about something, and then you meet someone who's actually a master, and you kind of bow to them a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course, there is this level of uh, knowledge, you know? And yeah. maybe you have this person in front of you, like, he has like a great vibe. And you want to learn something from him or from uh, her, you know, like, yeah. whatever, bro. Yeah, man. It's yeah. just like... Yeah, exactly. What's your name? I'm uh, Kevin Martin. Kevin Martin? Yeah. Kevin Martin. Kevin Martin, yeah. You know, you don't look like a Kevin Martin. I am. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you from, man? Yeah, all right. So, nationality, parents. My dad from Ghana. My Ghana. mother from uh, Nigeria, Africa. Yep. Yep. And, uh, but, but where were you born and raised? I was born and raised in uh, Italy. Yeah. Ah, Italiano. Si, parlo Italiano. E tu? Uh, <laughs> e tu? E mi? Yo? No. Yo? No. 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 Quando, donde mi uh, uh, esposa? Mm -hmm. Do you know uh, hablas español? Uh, no. No. Uh, mis, misma uh, italiano, okay? <laughs> so maybe you understand a little bit. All right. Mi esposa. Yeah. You know who that is? La tua esposa, si. Sí. La tua esposa. Your, your spouse. Esha. Spouse. Okay. Esha. In uh, every other part of uh, Spanish-speaking uh, country, they don't say Esha for her. They say Ella. Ella. But ella. in this part of the, the world uh -huh. where my wife's from, they say Esha. Esha. So they put double L with a sh instead of a Y. Anyway. Esha fue Buenos Aires. <laughs> it's awesome, bro, when you speak Spanish because, like, uh, I don't know, you are able to express yourself in a different way. You know? Sí. Yeah. Yeah. Con uh, mucho uh, uh, fuerte, you know? Yeah, like, like stronger. Some emotion that you can, like, just share in a different way. Yeah. Just come, but like, Italian is like this too, right? Yeah, there is, I, I feel the similarity in it. But the language. Italians seem to have a faster way of speaking. It's like a but the Spanish can be more f like fluid. Maybe it's a bit more like ironed out. Whereas Italians like kind of like a crackled sheet. It's it's like maybe it's the way they talk. I don't know. You lived in Italy. You tell me. Yeah, I would say that uh, in the south they have a completely way different way of speaking uh, than in the north. You in know? the north is faster, yeah. Uh, and the south is slower? Lifestyle machines. Yeah, to it's be completely this way. different, dude. It's not even like about uh, is it faster, is it slower, it's like different. Ah, right? Can you give me an example? Man. Uh, like, can you speak in a northern accent and southern accent in Italy? Yeah, okay. it would be, would okay. be very me, funny. Let's say one sentence, something, something that captures it. Okay, so in the north, uh, sono arrivato a Berlino. Uh, oggi, oggi pomeriggio sono arrivato a Berlino, in uh, the north. Okay. Okay. And uh, in the south would be like, uh, like, what do you think? 
Eh, sono arrivato. It's already different. It's already so different. I know, I think it's very subtle, you know, but it's come hard for me to do it, you know, like. I never tried. But I'll tell you what, I can hear a big difference. One sounds like, you know, like like rhythmic, the other one's like, ah, it's like. All right, you wanted to talk about energy. Yeah. What do you know about energy? Nothing. But you must uh, have an opinion. Yeah. So what do you think about energy? Not what do you know about energy? Yeah, I think that uh, energy is... Basically, energy is. That's what they think about energy. I think that... Um, is everything. Is everything. All right. Do you think it is the force, like from Star Wars? In a way? That's Man. actually a, that's actually is a force. I'm being serious. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I'm not even joking. <laughs> <laughs> we both just yeah, said that. Yeah, so like okay. there is energy that is like everything that there is. And then there is the force. So force is something that uh, goes through energy. So it's something different. It's a different form of energy. Is it, like we were saying earlier, is the force that sense of momentum? Yeah. Because everything is a cause and effect, right? The yeah. moment the universe exploded into existence, that's the cause of everything. Yeah. So from that point on, for time to exist in this dimension, it needs to have a point of A and B, because that's the momentum of past and future, which we live in the present. So everything has to have a, a reaction to a reaction. So it's like uh, cause and effect, cause and effect. So from that explosion, everything skittled off and started reacting to each other. And eventually over time, those reactions formed us. Yeah? yeah. So we are all just a cause of one effect, the original effect, whatever that is. So it's like we're slung out there and we're kind of like, now that we're observant of our own existence and this observ observation of time and space and cause and effect, it's all chaos, but there seems to me to be some kind of influence you can have on where things fly. You know what I mean? where the cause and effects start to happen. And I think if you follow your kind of intuition, and if everyone kind of follows, people who follow their intuition are drawn to each other because they start seeing these invisible links between them and each other, and their bodies resonate with that. They send out like a sonar, and then people are brought together, and that's what we call synchronicity. Yeah, that's actually awesome. And we I like think this is, this is surfing yeah, yeah. energy. You know what surfing is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So a wave is uncontrollable. Yeah. It's water, it's powerful, and it can drown you. And yet, you can ride it. That's yeah? it, yeah. you got to fucking be balanced, and so, you got to be yeah. fit and dedicated, yeah. and you got to get out there in the wet and do it. But surfers are the happiest people on the planet, man, because they ride. You know, you can ride life too. You can ride energy. You can well. definitely do that, right? Yeah. You can uh, definitely do that. And, uh, you know... It's really the concept of flow. So, yeah. as an example, for me, before uh, I was like really fighting with life, right? So, yeah, there were different things that I wanted to I achieve. Know about this, yeah. And uh, I had that mindset that I had to go through things and that the shit need to be difficult. But now I'm starting to be more and more open to a different paradigm. So, this is the paradigm of le letting things be. And that it doesn't mean really don't changing things, but it means like accepting the things. Yeah. It's like I said, sense of acceptance and from there yeah. things just start to change in yeah, front of you. Exactly. It's very fun. It's yeah. amazing. It's funny how the things unfold by themselves. As an example, I was in the play, you know, and there was this lady that was, uh, was listening to a podcast. And in my mind I thought, wow, 
and you would like to do a podcast and now like one hour later here i am doing a podcast yeah man, <laughs> and i didn't even <laughs> yeah that's fucking crazy that's fucking weird i don't know it works it just is you know like well that's the thing yeah. i think it's the red car syndrome yeah if i say red car you're gonna think red car yeah then as soon as i look out the window what do i see red car exactly yeah. uh when i look out I'm, my eyes are now looking for the color red. I look over in this direction, I'm looking for red because it's in my mind. I might ignore the white car there and the blue car there and I might see the red pole. Oh, is that the red car? Yeah. No. But I'm ignoring those things because now I have filter on. Yeah, that's very interesting actually because there is a part of our brain that's called uh, uh, RAS, <coughs> Reactive Activator System. And basically it's the part One of... One more time, what was that? Uh, Reactive activator Reactive system. Reactive activator system. system. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So wait. Let me write that down. Yeah. Because that could be that could be interesting to kind yeah. of look up. See, you know, you know Joe Rogan. Yeah. yeah. You know, at this moment he'd be like, "Hey, what's his name? The guy on the side, Jeremy or something." I don't know. I think uh, it's Jeremy. I don't, know. I don't know what it is, but say it's Jeremy. Hey, Jeremy, can we look that up, please? No. What is his name? The guy look. You know, he looks up stuff on the internet. That's what we would do. Like we could do that now. What should we do? It's a podcast. Let's look it up. Right. What is it? Ari. R-I-M? Uh, A-R-A-R-S. Reactive. Reactive. Activators. Reactive. Wait, wait. I wanted to check it out on Google. Bro. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna get this right. You know? <laughs> we're going to get this right. We're giving information out. You know, we're going to make this. Yeah. You know, but this is barroom talk as well, too. Reactive activation system. What? Reactive activation system. RAS. What the fuck? Yeah, That's him. RAS. That's him. Hey, RAS. What's up, bro? Did you, Russ, did you realize, did you realize that you are a uh, reactive activation system? Yeah. Synchronicity again. Always. Yeah. Oi, you should know, what, you should hear out what this actually is. He's about to, Kevin's about to explain it, man. No, no, maybe. We're about to find out. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. You have to listen in to, to work it out. Okay, what is this? RAS, what's RAS? All right, so basically the way it works is uh, uh, the, your RAS, it can work for you or against you, yeah. all right? So if I believe that the world is bad and is like out to get me, yeah. that is literally what I will see everywhere Exactly, because you're projecting yeah. it. But you're not actually projecting it, you're it's just like creating noticing it. it. Yeah, you're it, noticing it. Okay, you're noticing it. Noticing something gives that thing existence. Yeah. It's quantum mechanics. It is. It's the wave versus particle. Yeah. If you're not looking at the particle, it's a wave. Yeah. When you're looking at it, it's a particle. Yeah. You are drawing existence into reality by choosing to notice something. A tree that falls in a forest alone doesn't fall at all because it's not there. It's not there. A tree that is, falls in a forest that someone sees, it falls in the forest because it exists because perception creates reality. And all we are are a whole bunch of machines walking around with perceptions on. And uh, what is that exists? The can thing, you, can the you point th it? The thing between us? How do you say it? We need a new language. It's, it feels like, you know what I call it? I call it Opesh. I, I call perception, I, I call Opesh the ability to, to, to leverage your perceptions to be advantageous about your existence. Does that make sense? It means always look on the bright side of life. But not only look at it, but leverage it. You know, so think positive, act positive from the positive, and positive hits you in the face. Yeah. Because the universe has got a lot of positive energy to give. Yeah. More than negative. There's more light than darkness. If there was, if, if there was more darkness than light, then we couldn't see. But we can see. So there's more light and positivity out there. And it's got a whole bunch to give, but 
it's not going to give it to you. You've got to see it, and then you've got to receive it. It's very funny that actually because uh, you know back in the day I wanted to be more positive. I wanted to be more expressive, more confident. Uh, that's so, dangerous too because then you set expectations up for yourself. Yeah, yeah, and uh, this is really what happened. You know that I struggled a lot with that. You know because I wanted to Me think positive. Too. I wanted to do all these things, uh, and, and when it wasn't happening. When yeah. it wasn't coming naturally, yeah. you feel shit about it. And you feel like a failure. Is, yeah, the fact is that the, the need to do all of these different actions were enforcing the fact that I was not positive in ah, the first place. Exactly. You know? And I started to feel like, wait, why should I not be positive in the first place? And from there, like, everything started to change. Exactly, <laughs> man. Is the best. Now, this is what you call uh, hudagogy. You know what a hudagogy is? No. It's when you learn something for, from yourself. All right. And you learn how to do it. It's like independent discovery. A doctor can tell you this. Hey man, don't be so bad on yourself. You don't have to be positive all the time. You listen, again, perception. You listen, it's a doctor's advice. Maybe I should take it. Oh, but what if I fail taking it? Oh, and you get stuck back into the same cycle. You miss the message because you didn't learn it. You were told it. But when you experienced it yourself, as you did, then you become empowered because you learned it yourself and you experienced it yourself. And so that's part of your narrative now. And that's tried and true for you. And I think for most people, if they gave it a chance, but they've got to get there themselves. They can't be told this. Yeah, and uh, the assumption that we make here is that uh, there is nothing to change. Uh, everything is good. There is nothing to, fit, to fix. Yeah. You already are perfect, all right? Exactly. You already are fucking perfect. Yeah. You already energy. Yeah. Energy just is. So it you, means that if you don't get in your own way, everything will be just good and fine. You will just flow. You know, there's, um, there's this idea that, you know, for me it's like you're wearing a layer over you, like a pajama pants, yeah? And it's zipped up tight, right? And that is stifling. You know what the word stifling means? Yeah. It stifles your true potential. It is. Because it, it's all like this. What is he thinking about me right now? What is she thinking about me right now? How successful am I looking right now? How well am I dressed? How good's my hair? How am I sounding? Am I making sense? Am I getting my point across? Am I, am I, am I, am I? And this whole am I attitude creates this fucking self-conscious filter over you, which is suffocating you. And you are only breathing 80, like maybe 40% of the 100% of potential that you're taking into your lungs. Once you release that, unzip that thing, and you just step out of that, and you don't care, you're free. Yeah, you're fucking free. You're just uh, you're just gonna follow your inspiration yeah. because uh, guess what? There is already the potential inside of you, like you said. Yeah. And uh, now it's all about allowing things to happen uh, more and more until you get to the point in which you'll be just led by your inspiration. Oh, man. From your uh, you know what? higher self. Call it as you want, but you have this uh, intuitive part inside of you that will just... Uh, figure out all exactly. the things for you. Yeah. It's, the com it's the moral it's compass. Done. I call it a, a, a compass, like a moral compass. Because it, it's got to still align with your morality, yeah? Yeah. Because if it doesn't, then you have a sick twist in stomach. And you know that you're going off a wrong, off, you're, you're going off the path. But you continue that way because society says maybe do it. Or your mother says maybe do it. Or your father says maybe do it. Or your whole family say you should do that. Or your friends and family say you should do that. And then you, you do that with sick feeling in stomach. You're rotten from the beginning. You're not free. And so it's impossible for you to be happy in this situation. So sometimes you have to follow your instincts, unknot stomach, by following your moral compass, even if it pisses everyone else off really bad. You know what I mean? That's what happened to me. 
I had to leave all of that behind because I wanted to do what I naturally felt I should do. And everyone else said, you can't do that. Yeah. Everyone else said, you're crazy for packing a podcasting machine in your bag, leaving your full-time teaching position that's contracted, not contracted, that is a part of a, a, you know, I had a secure life. I had a house, I had a wife, I had a full-time job. I walked away from all of that because all of that, the combination of having all those things still made my stomach twist every day because I wasn't doing what I wanted to do in my heart. And now I'm doing it and I've got no one, but I'm happy. Weird, huh? Yes, sir. And the fact is uh, that at the end, uh, what is secure? Like he's having a job, he's having a family, all of that being secure, you're really not secure. You're 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 building a a prison for yourself. You're in a giant comfort zone. Yeah. And uh, at the end, you're gonna really like, and that's like a crazy example, okay? I have a little bit of fear of the flight. Ah. So during the flight, that was like a big test because the- ah, This the is why the podcasting is important yeah. for you. You can, get, you can escape all of that by going into podcast world. Yeah, like uh, basically I was in the plane, you know, and uh, it was like moving here yeah, and there yeah, yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I was being forced uh, to find the sense of security, not in the plane, not in the fucking uh, uh. pilot, but in myself. Yeah. And from there I said, okay, you know what? Everything can happen, but I'm cool with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking defeated the deceiver in your yeah. own mind. I know it's pretty stupid because most people would be in the flight like, whatever, nothing is no, happening. But exactly. in my own mind, I was like, yeah. all right, yeah, whatever. If you try and seek comfort in the external world, in these yeah. situations, you're gonna find, you're all right, again, red car. You're all right, you're afraid. Your eye is gonna look for things to make you scared. Oh my God, the plane's shaking. Oh, look at that wall, it's moving. Oh, look at that woman's face. She's looking like she's praying. Oh no, negative, 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 fear, 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 deception. Dream force. Exactly. So if you look inward like you did and realize that there's nothing in here that's scary, yeah? Then you're not looking at all the things that potentially could scare you. You find inner peace. And you know what happens nine times, 9.99 times out of 10? The thing that you're afraid of doesn't happen yeah. everything else does but that yeah everything ex- else does yeah but that thing you know yeah so you're slaving yourself to an imagined situation that is guaranteed to have one out of a million chance of actually happening yeah and you know what usually our mind is going to create the worst case scenario as exactly an example, i leave my job i leave everybody yeah. and they go in another city to Try something new. We think, oh no, you're gonna become homeless. This homeless, and this is broke, lose respect. But the truth is that uh, your brain, your subconscious, for the program that he has, uh, it will make you uh, go lower than the situation in which you were already. So basically, you're gonna create a similar situation just in a different place because uh, that's your like, comfort zone. As I say, exactly. you're not gonna go lower. Yeah. And uh, you're, 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 yeah. if you're a slave to your fear, your fear will not let you fail that yeah. much. You know. But that's the sad thing because. You're, it's that whole situation of thinking about the worst case scenario that is literally like taking a tube of fear juice and injecting it into your arm because you are creating an, a, a set um, inevitability that doesn't actually exist and you're acting in the present and feeling physical feelings in the present based on that scenario your brain doesn't know the difference between future and present if it feels a triggered thought, it's gonna bodily react. It's gonna have those panic attacks. It's gonna have those sweaty palms and those gritty stomach. It's, a phys- it's the physical nature of fear that's most 
discomforting. You know what I mean? You yeah. can feel fear and not feel it physically. You're in control of it. If you feel fear, but you feel it physically, that's the stuff that's very, what we call, to underhand it, discomfort. Yeah. Yeah? So your body and your mind need to work together to realize that the brain does it's it's a reaction machine, but it doesn't know the difference between what's real and what's not in, in terms of what it's reacting to. That's why we wake up screaming when we have a nightmare. You've been in a dream before and, and, and been convinced that it's real, no matter how bizarre it is? All the time. Exactly. The mind doesn't know the difference between metaphor and literal. So you've got to be aware of that. So when you imagine a terrible situation, you have to go, hang on a sec. This is just my imagination. This isn't real. My body's reacting to an imagined thing. Just like a child imagines there's something under the bed, they're getting they're pissing the bed because they're thinking a monster's under there. In their mind, there is. In reality, there's not. But your body doesn't know the difference. So you can actually snap out of it. Yeah, the fact is that uh, it really all comes down to being present this moment. Present. Because uh, when we realize uh, that uh, this moment is perfect, no? in this moment, actually, there is no fear. Uh, There's no need to be. There is the sensation of fear, but you're going to just be present with it. And uh, from yeah. there, it's just going to dissolve. You know? yeah. so, and from that day, worst case scenario will not be the exactly. worst case scenario anymore. It, it, it's impossible for the worst case scenario to grow yeah. out of a moment of peace. Yeah. It's impossible. Yeah. You can, Unless you, the universe... You can try if you want. You yeah. know, like, <laughs> try, you know, being, you try. try being as cool as a cucumber and, uh, and uh, have a bad situation come out of it. Just try it. I bet you, you fail. Yeah. In fact, you know, you po- if you're a real depressed donkey, you'd get depressed about the fact that you failed about failing because you were too cool to fail. <laughs> yeah, bro, like some, some mind trick. <laughs> it's a Jedi mind trick, which brings us full circle. We've been doing this for 22 minutes. Yeah, it's flowing, you know. Maybe at first you're gonna start uh, like I'm a newbie, you know, for the old man. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna last for more than two minutes. <laughs> well, now it's twenty to eleven. See those numbers? They were yeah. lucky. All right, do you want to yeah. wrap it up or do you want to just take a break? Because I have, a, I want to have a cigarette, man. Yeah, let's fucking take a break, bro. All right, we'll be back after this sort message. Oh, before we do, can I show you a trick? Yeah. Okay. This one here, these are program buttons, right? Yeah. So you can program what sound goes in here. There's one that's left on here that's a default. That's this one. Yeah? Now, the rest of these are people that have been on the podcast. From Hungary, but this guy is from uh, uh, Netherlands. But this is how you say cheers in Hungary. You know, because you lived there. Okay. Now, this button. That was a d- girl from Denmark last night with birthmark on face. She's very, she's like. <laughs> <laughs> this one, my girlfriend. Uh, this line she says is from a YouTube video that we find funny. So this is in joke, uh, but listen to her voice. She's half Egyptian, half Hungarian. Okay. And her mother and father work for the UN. And, they, and she was born in the middle of Africa. Whoa. The middle. What's the middle country? Of, of Africa. It's like the center of, it's like she said, she laughs. It's the one place no one knows about in Africa because uh-huh. it's dead in the center. Can you get pregnant? She is fucking awesome. This chick. Oh, this is what they. Licorice, licorice. Licorice, licorice. Licorice, licorice. Licorice, licorice. Licorice, that was like yeah, a, that was good. We bro. did some freestyling to yeah. get a beat in. So if anyone wants to do freestyle, ready? 
Go, 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 go. Lick a wrist, lick a wrist. Lick a wrist. Oh, wait. Now, now I have to let it play out. It's a long loop. This is the longest loop, this one. This is uh, Daphne. Did you meet the girls last night? No. That's one of them. Yeah, yeah. You know her? Yeah. What's her name? Uh, I don't know, actually. Hey! <laughs> Three Amigo. Oi. Hello. Estonia. Estonia. Estonia? Estonia? Okay, why don't you take seat over here, Estonia? You don't have to be on, you just watch us. No, we're talking about the girls last night, you know? Okay, have you met, have you met Daphne and um, Emma? Uh, no. They're her friends. All right. They're cool, aren't they? They're the best, man. They're the best, man. Yeah. See? Now, Daphne, this is Daphne. You want to hear her? Hey, do you want to hear her? Just put on headphones. You don't have to be on. No, listen to her. Make me laugh. Okay, how do I make you laugh? How do I make you laugh? It's so easy. It's so easy. She's from Espanol. Listen to her. Okay, okay. Uh, someone make joke. Um, okay, why did Mexican cross road? On a Mexican cross road. Trying to work it out. No, you just meant to say I don't know. Not Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> not Mexican people in here. No, no. Why not? It's a pity. You already have a wife. Already is a pity. She's so funny, man. <laughs> and that is Russian. And that's mysterious Russian woman, right? So all of these people have been, and there's been underneath, there's been more recordings, you know? And we could do one. Yeah. We could do one. All right, but we'll take a break, all right? Yeah, let's do it. Kevin, that was some deep shit, man. Thank you, bro. Appreciate that was it. some fucking deep Such shit. Such a pleasure. Such a pleasure. We got we to gotta get this out. We got to get this, because this philosophy, you know? Yeah, we need people to listen to this shit. Of course. All right, it's all energy.